Dear Lord Jesus, we declare that today we can approach the throne of grace. It is because we are standing on the solid rock of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is your grace that we are who we are. So Lord, it is our desire that not only that we may know you more daily. But Lord, we pray the work of the Holy Spirit may work in each one of us to do the work of transformation. And change us from glory to glory. We pray that you will speak to our hearts today. As we come uh, into your presence, we ask you to give us the spirit of wisdom and the revelation. We commit this time to your hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Uh, we thank the Lord once again. Uh, we have the opportunity to remember the Lord uh, by by partaking the bread and cup. And uh, with this time, uh, I would like to share uh, some of the words the Lord has been spoken uh, to my heart. As I was seeking before the Lord, what would be the timely word to His people? I was encouraged by the sharing uh, we heard from the conference last week. Even though some of you may not get a chance to uh, go to the conference, but most, if not all, have heard the open sharing time uh, summarizing the burdens from uh, four speakers. And uh, one brother in the conference shared about how we need to make ready. And how John the, uh, the Apostle saw the vision uh, at the time when the Lamb was uh, standing on Zion with 144 uh, who followed the, set, uh, the, the footsteps of the land. And those are the overcomers separated for the Lord. And their forehead has the name of the Lord. And all our brother encouraged us how we need to be before the Lord, knowing our time. And also, uh, since the, the, the thing is to, um, to know the eternal purpose of God, uh, to, serve the internal, uh, to serve according to the internal purpose of God in this generation. And um, 
So another brother shared about how uh, we need to be a new creation in order uh, to serve in this generation. And how each one of each one of us redeemed by by his precious blood of our Lord are just like precious stones being built together. So when our brother shared upon this point, then I was thinking about the building itself. As we, each one of us, is like the material being built together. What are we today are building upon? Uh, so let's uh, read a, a scripture uh, first in the, uh, the, the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew chapter 7. We read from verse 24 to 27. Therefore, whoever hear this saying of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears this saying of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and the beat on the house, and it fell, and the great was its fall. If you read the context, you know this is the closing remarks of our Lord Jesus when he gave the Sermon on the Mount to his disciples. Uh, our Lord, we know he uh, was a carpenter. So I imagine he knew that when he said this parable, uh, to the people, people can easily understand. And in fact, this parable by itself, I don't think it's very difficult to understand. But it also has a very profound spiritual uh, meaning and, uh, and principle behind it. Because it is. It, it concluded, it concluded all the sayings recorded from chapter uh, 5 to uh, chapter 7. This parable illustrates uh, not only the building, but what the building is founded upon. So, uh, if you allow me, uh, I will approach this parable from three uh, aspects. 
One just to uh, consider these parables uh, from its own words. And then we will dive into what the Lord really meant when he uh, spoke this parable to his disciples. And in the end, what is the implication uh, what affects our life moving, uh, going on as a Christian? So we just read this uh, uh, parable. You will find that there are two people or builders are building a house. And uh, there are not much there are uh, not much descript- uh, there are not many descriptions about the house itself if you read the word. And it doesn't uh, tell us about how the builders are uh, what type of materials uh, are used uh, used by the builders. Uh, whether uh, it is wood or a uh, stone, bricks, nothing uh, was mentioned. And it was also uh, not mentioned by the Lord that what is the style, what is the size uh, of this house. Uh, so apparently, the house itself is not the emphasis uh, when our Lord Jesus uh, said this parable. But uh, you will find that uh, what our Lord Jesus uh, spoke this parable, it seems like he was emphasized upon uh, what the, the foundation of this house is built upon. The first house was built upon a, a rock. And the second one, the second house, is built upon sand. Um, I, I guess this is a very simple question that everyone can answer. What do you think which house is easier to build, upon the rock or upon the sand? I guess it's very apparent everyone can answer it's probably upon the sand imagine in the land of a Palestine uh, it is a lot of uh, uh, land where uh, you have uh, you have small rocks uh, there but uh, a lot of land is a uh, desert. You have a lot of sand. And um, so if you want to build something on the sand, basically uh, you can just uh, build something. Uh, you don't really need to spend uh, uh, too much effort. But if, you want to, if a builder wants to build a house upon the rock, uh, the builder first has to dig uh, to the ground. Because this rock is not a uh, small, typical small rock. 
The foundation is meant to sustain the weight of the, the house. So in order to build something upon the rock, you need to find a big rock. And think about at the time, uh, in the time when our Lord, uh, in, uh, of our Lord Jesus, there's really, I don't believe there's an electronic device to tell the people where the rock is, uh, be, uh, is uh, on the ground. So the builder, in order to build something on the rock, he has to dig. Uh, if he cannot find the rock, he probably either have to dig a little bit deeper. If not, maybe a little bit even deeper. And perhaps find another place to, to, to dig. But even if the, the builder was able to find the rock, he has to uh, um, uncover the entire rock. He has to remove the dirt above it. Clean all the, all the uh, debris. Remove the soil in order to uncover the entire rock in order to build something upon it. So this is how a builder uh, to utilize a rock to build something uh, specific, a house upon it. So if a question was asked, which one is easier? I think that question was just asked. Of course, that uh, it takes a lot of effort to build a house upon the rock. But once you build something on the foundation, whether it's the sand or rock, people will only look at the house itself. People oftentimes look at the outward appearance. They don't know what is sustaining uh, beneath the house to sustain the house. In other words, the foundation that supports a building or a house is almost hidden in view. People looking at it, they don't know, except you know what, what your house is building upon. And uh, outwardly, uh, there's no difference between the two houses. Until one day when the storm comes, that is what uh, our Lord Jesus uh, said, uh, this parable. He says that when the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and that the storm hit both houses, perhaps the same time or not. 
<coughs> we know that uh, I, I read some uh, literature in the land uh, where uh, Jesus, uh, the, uh, the land of uh, Palestine, it is very uh, subjected to various types of natural disasters. Whether it's a land, uh, the land may uh, shift. And uh, maybe there are um, uh, 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 storm coming or heavy rains. And apparently, this storm our Lord Jesus said uh, in this parable is not a typical uh, a small, uh, small rain. Uh, it, it pours so hard, the rain pours so hard, it has floods. And then the wind blew very heavily, uh, very intensely uh, on these two, two houses. And um, then we see uh, the differences between these two houses. The house which was built upon the rock remains still because it was founded on the rock. And the house built upon the sand if it fell. And the Lord says, not only it fell, it destroyed, it fell greatly. And um, we know uh, it, the reason is very simple. The rock, co- comparing to sand, rock is very solid. And for a big, huge rock, it's not immovable, it's, it's and uh, the builder nor know that when something built upon it, it is sure and it is steadfast. It doesn't move, it doesn't change. And uh, yet, for sand, you know it is lighter, there are granules. They, they will move along with floods. They are unstable. Uh, and they cannot sustain much pressure and weight. So, if you consider this parable, it is very simple. I think we all get it. But why the Lord in the end uh, said this parable. What he really wanted to complain. If you read verse 24, you, you will see uh, uh, the answer. 24 and 26. Verse 24, it says, Therefore, whoever hears this saying of mine and does them, I will liken him to the wise man. Who built his house on the rock. Verse 26, But 
everyone who hears the saying, sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. So it appears that the Lord's emphasis is not only the building or the foundation. What our Lord really emphasized is the builder itself. And what differentiates these two builders is that whether, uh, of course, that the Lord was speaking to his, uh, his disciples back then. It's whether those builders have an understanding uh, of the, the consequences of uh, what they're building upon. And although Jesus said, whoever hears this saying means that the uh, the the the, uh, the words our Lord spoke to his di- uh, to his disciples on the mount. if you think so, read again. Both men heard the sayings. But the difference is one hears the saying and does them, the other is hears the saying who does not do them. Does not do them. This is a, a very profound difference. We know that uh, this, uh, the audience of this, uh, uh, this people, if you read the first verse of chapter 5, those are the disciples of Jesus. They all have heard uh, what the Lord delivered the sermons on the mount. We have read uh, uh, these uh, sermons as well ourselves. And we treasure every word uh, our Lord Jesus said. But then the Lord, uh, like dividing people to two categories. It's very interesting. It seems like our Lord always divided things or men to two different categories. One is wise, uh, one, one category is a wise man, another category is a foolish man. Uh, if you remember, um, our Lord Jesus have uh, uh, said about the ten virgins. And five are wise and another five are foolish. 
uh, because five are prepared and another five are unprepared. And um, um, so, and also in uh, in the examples before uh, this conclusion remark, our Lord also uh, categorized the trees into two different types of trees. Uh, one type of tree, uh, he said, is a good tree. And then another is the, the bad tree. The difference is that one tree, the good tree bears good fruit, and bad tree bears bad fruits. Outwardly, there are trees or virgins or men. They are, they are all the same. But until something really hits, or when there's a consequence or the fruit start bearing, then you see the true differences between these two uh, types. So now we are very clear uh, why uh, one is wise, wise man or wise builder, and another is the, uh, the foolish builder. Because the wise uh, builder, uh, because the wise builder built the house upon the rock. Something very solid. And our Lord used this analogy to illustrate those who not only uh, hear his words, but also uh, do them. When our, uh, we know that uh, our Lord spent a great length of time to share the, the, uh, the sermon on the mount with his disciples. And um, even some unbelievers are familiar with uh, some of the sharings of the Lord. For example, the most quoted uh, uh, scriptures, uh, scriptures by the unbelievers are the Lord Jesus said that if someone slaps on your right cheek, turn the other cheek uh, to them. If uh, someone take your short, uh, give them also your coat. If they uh, propel you, force you to walk one mile, walk with them two miles. Even those uh, people who do not believe the Lord are uh, new uh, those uh, scriptures. So oftentimes we and also our Lord Jesus said, uh, whoever hears my sayings is not selective. In other words, the saying or the words of the Lord uh, is inclusive, inclusive every word our Lord Jesus said. Oftentimes we love reading the word of the Lord. But it appears that 
uh, we would choose uh, certain scriptures and uh, and then ignore uh, others. As if that uh, some are uh, we love them and uh, some we think that uh, they are the harsh or hard things. And I, I, I will touch a little bit on that later. But here when our Lord says they do uh, uh, they do um, and do the sayings of my they not only hear my words but also do them. But our Lord really says that you need to walk in them. I, I remember uh, our brother in the conference share uh, that there has to have a manifestation uh, or practical uh, manifestation uh, of our understanding uh, of the Lord. Uh, in other words, that we can come uh, to the meetings. Uh, we can uh, join different fellowships and read Bibles. And uh, we may have some knowledge of the Lord. But the Lord really looking for is whether not only we understand, but we really walk in uh, what our Lord Jesus said. Uh, in the testimony of uh, one sister uh, in the morning who baptized in the morning, uh, uh, who was the last person uh, was baptized in the morning. I remember our sister said a few times that when she was changed by the Lord, he was uh, she was looking for to obey the Lord's uh, Lord's uh, uh, commandments and also the words. And uh, our, 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 our sister used a very special word. She said uh, to obey. Uh, in Chinese translation, it means to hear and to obey. It's not only to hear the words of the Lord, but to do uh, the words, uh, to do the words of the Lord. We can see one example our Lord Jesus used to exemplify uh, what that means. If you go back to Matthew chapter 7, from verse 21 to verse 23, the Lord uh, said that not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Oftentimes, since our focus is to understand, to know the will of the Lord, we seek uh, the, 
the Lord's will in our lives. Not only that, we seek to understand what is the, the full and eternal purpose of God. It is wonderful once we have that understanding. But what next? And our Lord Jesus said that not everyone who says Lord, Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of God. Who does the will of my Father in heaven? Does the will in Chinese translation is obeying, obeying that the will of the Father. You need to have an action, you need to have a manifestation from that understanding. And in verse 22 and 23, on that day at the revelation of our Lord, many will come to the Lord and say, Don't I uh, 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 prophesy in your name? Uh, uh, have I not cast out demons? Have I not performed miracles in your name? If we can prophesy, uh, prophesize if we can cast out a demon we thought that that is wonderful already but the Lord said that I do not know you uh, I do not know you uh, who uh, depart from me you who practice lawlessness what the Lord was looking for is the people who practice righteousness who obey uh, not beyond the understanding of our Lord Jesus saying I think this is a very um, a solemn um, uh, remarks and a reminder to every one of us uh, today there are many many uh, Christians professing uh, the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior and the Lord. Outwardly speaking, you cannot tell the difference. But inwardly, there is a difference. And one of the differences is whether they hear and does and obey uh, what the Lord says. Of course, that when our Lord said, I do not know you, depart from me, doesn't mean that these people lose their salvation. Because our Lord Jesus uh, has said that He has saved us to the uttermost. Whatever comes to the Father, Whoever comes to the Father through me, I will save you to the uttermost. He will save us to the end. He will never forsake us and leave us. But if you read the scriptures that we just read closely, but he does 
the wheel, verse twenty one. Not everyone shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of the Father in heaven. Uh, we see the destination is the kingdom of heaven. 那我们看到二十一节，就是凡称主主啊，不都不能做新的，但是唯有遵行主旨意的人才能进去。我们就看到这个天国的这个定义在在这里。Now kingdom of heaven is a reward for those who trust and obey the Lord's saying.那天国呢，这个奖赏对于那些听人顺从主的话。Today, the Lord not only wants to save us, to He we know that for every child of God. He has saved us and He has cleansed us from all our sins. But this relates to what our brother said, those overcomers, the 144,000 uh, who uh, have the, the name of the Father on their foreheads. Who can reign and rule in the uh, the thousand years millennium age? The Lord wants His people to reign and rule with Him together. In the time of the kingdom, in the kingdom age, that is the reward. We also remember that. Uh, in the second uh, second Corinthians chapter five, that apostle Paul that one day we all will be appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And we will be given the things that we do in the body, which means on this earth, whether they are good or evil. So in other words that this judgment will eventually come. We don't know when. But it will reveal what is the reality in our life. Just like this storm, when it hits the, the house, then what the, 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 the truth of this house uh, was, uh, was revealed. Now let's talk about the storm. On the surface, the storm may be uh, a, a very heavy storm, very heavy storm. Uh, if you recall, uh, back in around seven years ago, I think it's 2012, there is a very infamous uh, storm for, uh, called um, Hurricane Sandy, right? And uh, it hits nowhere except New Jersey and uh, New York area. And we, uh, as time goes by, we, I think we uh, almost forget about the severity uh, of the storm uh, resulted in. It started from a, a typical tropical storm. And then the strength uh, started growing, growing to become a quote unquote super, super uh, tropical storm. And when he hit the land, uh, the wind 
if I if I read correctly, is as much as eighty miles per hour. 那登陆的时候，它那时候风速好像是八十英里。So it's it's swift. All the the buildings, uh, particularly on the shoreline. 那就是特别是在你在海岸上这些房子，它就直接就打到这些呃这些房子。And uh, the company that I work for is just by the shoreline in New Jersey. 那我上班的这个公司，它的这个建筑物是在呃这个纽泽西的海边。And in that area, in that town, uh, the entire town shut off. 那整个城镇就就是被关闭了。People have to evacuate. There's no food or uh electricity or power. 那时候没有食物，也没有电，所有的人都都要离开那那。For almost two weeks. 大概两个礼拜的时间。So you see that. Not only this, many constructions, the houses, uh, was blown away. 那有许多的这建筑物或者很多东西都被吹走了。And this really illustrate, uh, illustrate the picture to us that how severity a storm hits, uh, can, uh, can result in. 那我们就能够明白，所以是暴风雨很大的话，它的结果是如何。Think about our lives. 我们思想一下我们的生生命。Are there any storms occurred in your life? 那在我们的生活当中，是否有什么的暴风雨吗 ？I'm sure that they are. If if not, then it is very uh unnormal. 那我相信是有的。如果没有的话，我觉得是不正常的。Uh, no matter uh it is very young age or the older in age, we all have encountered. Um, one storm, one storm or another in our lives. 如果你年纪是轻或者年纪是长的，呃，你应该是在你生活当中应该是应该是有经历过呃一种暴风雨。Uh, what does that mean? 那这什么意思呢 ？Uh, this could mean uh some hardship in your life. 那或许是在你生活当中的一些的难处。Uh, some difficulties that we encounter. 或是你所面临的一些的难处。Or even misunderstanding, mistreatment. 或是有一些的。Um, in fact, in First Peter, uh, in First Peter, chapter one, we know that Christians are not immune uh, to uh, sufferings and tribulations. 那我们知道基督徒是会面临到啊这个不会不不会免疫。And in uh, the first epistle of Peter, chapter one, 那在彼得呃前书第一章啊 verse six, uh, Apostle Peter said that in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if needed, you have been grieved by various trials. 那第六节，因此你们不是大喜乐，但如今在百般的试炼中。That the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, might be found to praise, honor, and the glory of the revelation of Jesus Christ. 像你的信心，既被试验，就被就就就比那被火火试验人能人能能坏的金子更更显宝贵。You may have encountered some type of trials 
or tribulations of uh, uh, before. Or you may even going through a trial right now. Or you may, uh, if not, I promise, I guarantee you that you will encounter uh, some sort of trial in the future. There's a purpose of the storm hits or a trial comes to question. First seven, that the genuineness or uh, in some translations the truth of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes. In other words, the trial comes to prove our faith in the Lord. To prove whether we trust in the Lord, whether uh, our foundation is truly on our Lord Jesus or something else. But do not be afraid because Apostle Peter here uh, comforted and also exhorted us. That we will be able to rejoice even though uh, it is a little while. If needed or if necessary. In other words, sooner or later, uh, our faith has to be proved by the Lord through the, through the, the, the trials that the Lord allows uh, to happen in our lives. In order for our faith to be proved much more precious than the gold that perishes. So now comes to the parable uh, itself. When our Lord Jesus said that whoever hear this saying or this words of mine, for the Lord really wants us to focus not just the words itself, but who spoke those words. Not the words of somebody else. Or a doctrine. Uh, the Lord wants us to focus who speak the, uh, the, the words that is himself think about this foundation in um, the uh, first Corinthians first Corinthians chapter two uh, chapter three. First Corinthians chapter three, uh, in verse eleven, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. We thank the Lord, the foundation has been laid. 
There's no one else can lay the same foundation that is the rock our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you remember the greatest confession uh, in history by Peter that when our Lord Jesus asked, Who do you think? Who do you think that I am? People may say Jesus is uh, just a prophet or Elijah. But what do you say that I am? And by revelation, Peter confessed that you are the Christ. The Son of the Living God. So our Lord Jesus can say, Blessed are you, Simon Bachona, that you are Peter on this rock, I will build my church. When our Lord Jesus said, You are Peter, we all know that. The Peter refers to a small stone. And on this rock, this rock doesn't say it's Peter. This rock refers to himself, Jesus Christ. And only on this rock, only on our Lord Jesus, this solid foundation, the church can be built. And only on this immovable sure and steadfast foundation our lives should be built upon. So now with this understanding the question for each one of us including of myself is what are we building what are we building our lives upon today? If you read um, uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 14. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and I will come to him and make our home with him. If you read these uh, words carefully, the Lord doesn't really stop that you have my commandment is or my word is sufficient. Not only you have my commandments, you need to keep them. You need to keep my word, you need to obey my word. 
That I think that makes a, a day and night difference. Uh, many of us are quote unquote old Christians. Uh, uh, we have come into the church meeting for many, many years. Um, and yet we need to ask ourselves how much we are being changed by the Lord. It's not so much about how much we heard the messages. How many books, the uh, the biblical spiritual books that we read? It's about how we understand and then are willing to submit ourselves and to obey the words of the Lord. He who keeps, he who has my commandments and keep them. Um, it is he who loves me. Uh, uh, how do we love the Lord? We said oftentimes we love the Lord. But do we keep his word? We keep uh, his commandment. If you read uh, in our daily life, for example, uh, if you recall what our Lord um, uh, spoke to his disciples uh, in on the mount. And the Lord said, do not judge. Um, why do we look at look at uh, the, the specs in the eyes uh, of others but not see uh, I'm sorry why do you look at the speck in the, your brother's eye, but do not look at the law in your own eye? Open times, our fingers is always point outward, right? We often times see easily the shortcomings of other people. Include not just the friends, brothers, sisters, or the family members. We open times finger point to other people. Can you imagine what is the comparison between speck and the law? The speck is something very, very, very tiny. You can almost you almost cannot see it. But oftentimes we see the speck in the eye of our brothers. And yet we do not see the love in our own eyes. The Lord exhorted us do not worry about tomorrow. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink and what your body and what you're going to put on in your body. We all know these scriptures by heart. But how often, uh, I have to say, including myself, we worry 
但是我们经常我们也会担忧, we worry the future. Um, there are a lot of things we worry about. We do not put in practice in terms of resting, put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus. Today, what are we building our lives upon? If it's not the Lord Himself, everything else is what the the uh, the the hymn uh, we set uh, we sang we sang sinking sand. Perhaps something seems to you very uh, very legitimate. You may, in fact, everyone today is building something. Some, someone may be building on their career. Uh, some people are building their uh, wealth. Even the sounds most logical, uh, rational reason, we are building our family. But remember, everything else besides our Lord Jesus is Sinking sand. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, remain. Uh, it doesn't remain. Uh, uh, doesn't stand still when the trial comes. When we face our Lord Jesus at the revelation, uh, when He appears. So, um, how about we just uh, sing this? Once again, just a stand a stand one, and we can have a um, um, uh, a few prayers uh, to respond to the the word. Thank you. Now, we'll take about 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29, 29,